you're about to get some information you can actually use. It's what we do here on American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. If you have ever been through a personal finance class, you know that investing and saving is important for your future. We were a kid. We all got told that by somebody. It's important to save for your future. But the way that we're saving seems to be changing. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm Mike Ferguson. Thanks for staying with us on American Viewpoints. Joined now by Greg McBride from Bankrate.com. And Greg, when I say people are changing how they save, somebody may have thought, oh, everybody's going to cryptocurrency. Well, not really. We're talking about the ways that people save or invest when it comes to uh, you know their home or actual cash, what are we doing a little bit differently this year that maybe we haven't done before? Well, Mike, uh, one of the things we look at, we look at this every year, we've been doing this for almost a decade now, is you know, we, we ask Americans, what do you think is the best way to invest money uh, over uh, a period of 10 years or more? What, what's, what is the best uh, investment uh, or asset class uh, for that? And there are some consistencies that we see year after year, and then there are also some you know, things that are notably volatile uh, from one year to the next. And you know, we had evidence of both this year. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the most common answer that people cited was real estate. Um, not really a surprise given how well the housing market's doing uh, with you know, recent appreciation. Uh, that's one of the consistencies. Real estate, doesn't the responses don't fluctuate very much. It always comes out usually first or second on the list. What was surprisingly second and and a close second this year was cash investments. Now, cash investments are ideal for short time horizons, but they're probably your worst choice for long time horizons because the returns are so low, you don't preserve much less grow your buying power. Uh, And that's kind of ironic to see that uh, in, you know, the, the sentiment towards cash increase over the last year, despite the fact we're talking about record low interest rates and inflation perking up. Yeah, I'm going to get to the inflation question in just a second. But when you're talking about cash investments, kind of describe what you mean by that. Are we talking just a basic savings account? Are we talking about CDs? Or when when you say cash investments, what do you mean by that? It, it could be either or both of those. So it could be something liquid like a savings account, money market fund, uh, but could also be uh, something like a certificate of deposit where you're committing money for a period of time uh, and, and in exchange for a higher rate of return. And you know, what we found is about one in four Americans singled that out as the place they think would be the best place to put money that they wouldn't need for more than 10 years. And you know, that's over time has proven to be a, a recipe for uh, not only not growing your buying power, but but seeing it eroded over time. Yeah, and that goes with the inflation question. Is there anything to indicate that these reflect concerns about security, that these reflect concerns about, uh, you know, the, the, some kind of safety for their financial, I guess, uh, financial safety net, that uh, that's the safest way to, to do it? Stock market can go up and down, but we at least know that money is going to be there, even if it's not going to make very much money. Yeah, I think there's a high level of risk aversion coming into uh, or skepticism coming into the, the responses this year. And you mentioned the stock market. You know, last year, the stock market was the number one choice. Well, okay, that made sense. The market had bounced back mightily, was you know close to a record high at the time we, we did last year's poll. Not really a surprise. But what was a surprise was that this year, we saw a big drop-off uh, in, in those selecting the stock market 
And that's despite the market having a good year. That's uncharacteristic. Normally, if the market has a good year, we see sentiment increase. We only see sentiment decrease when the market has a bad year or has a sharp drop. We haven't had either one in the last 12 months, and yet we saw a big drop off. And so when you, you couple the drop off in sentiment on stocks, the increase in sentiment on cash, uh, I, I think it really speaks to that notion that you, you, you brought to light about safety, security, and I think maybe to some level, maybe even skepticism and just, well, how much higher can the market go or something like that? All right, we're visiting with Greg McBride from Bankrate. And if you want to find him on Twitter, just look up Bankrate Greg, and uh, you'll find him pretty easily there. Now, I want to come back to that inflation question because you mentioned you put it very, very carefully and correctly, of course, which is buying power. So if I invest, you know, $10,000 into a CD uh, and I get that one and a half or 2% or whatever the low rates are right now, but inflation goes up more than that. I may have more dollars there available, but those dollars don't buy nearly as much stuff. Is that correct? Absolutely. And it's like the difference between gross pay and net pay. Um, you know, at the end of the day, what really counts is what does that money buy? What does it get for you? And so, yes, you know, that you, if you're earning 1%, but inflation's 2%, you're losing 1% a year in buying power. So, the statement may show more dollars, you know, at the end of the year or end of the, you know, multi-year CD, but the buying power of that money is going to be lower than it had been. And over time, Mike, that loss of buying power is just as damaging as a loss of principal. And that's why cash is, is really probably your worst choice for those long-term investments, because the idea that it's safe is really a false notion because you're, you're not losing the principal but you are losing the buying power of the principal. And again, at the end of the day, that's what we're after. We're, we're after net pay, not gross pay. And I want to just kind of clarify, you're talking about long-term savings and investments. So we're not talking about emergency funds to keep on hand in case you know a uh, storm tears the roof off your house or you have to buy a car or you're out of work. So we're talking about the long-term, long-term financial stability, not that short-term savings that so many advisors uh, try to remind people to have, whether it's you know one, three, five months worth of, uh, worth of your uh, uh, expenses. Absolutely. That the savings and uh, accounts, money markets, that is the ideal place for that emergency fund, that rainy day fund. Uh, the car breaks down, you drop your phone, whatever, you have this unplanned expense. That's where that money needs to be. But for longer time horizons, retirement, for example, cash, not the place you want to be. So for those who are worried about either the stability of the stock market or they're worried about the stability of the economy in general, they do have some risk aversion as you as you just called it a little bit ago, Greg. What are some other avenues maybe they should look into that could still be more aggressive and growing their money but also respect that uh, respect that uh, risk of that risk aversion? Well, I, you know, I think real estate checks that box, um, you know, higher rates of return that tend to outpace inflation over time. Um, you know, you don't see the volatility of prices in real estate that you typically see in stocks. Um, I, I, I think the, you know, the gravitation that we've seen some people make towards things like cryptocurrency, uh, you know, I'm not sure it checks those boxes. Um, you know, we, this specific question we were asking was about money you were looking to invest for a period of 10 years or more, long-term commitment. 
And we did see an increase in the percentage of people that were willing to make a long-term commitment to cryptocurrency, even though it doesn't have a long-term track record. So, uh, you know, I, you know, if, if the goal is you know, outpacing inflation or avoiding risk, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure cryptocurrency checks either of those boxes. It, it may prove to outpace inflation over time, but it's extremely volatile. So uh, it is not for the faint of heart. Yeah, because we just don't, like you said, we don't know as much about it right now because it's still so new. All right, Greg, uh, we can find what you write and what you research at bankrate.com. Really appreciate you uh, being on the program again and uh, you know pointing out some tips for us to uh, consider and take a look at. Always a pleasure, Mike. Thanks so much. Just ahead, and speaking of money, it's Independence Day weekend, of course, but you're probably going to spend more this time around for all the fun stuff. Find out why. That's just ahead right here on American Viewpoints.